This episode is brought to you by RV Share. RV Share provides RV rentals, motorhomes, and camper rentals directly from local owners. You can rent an RV for your next camping trip, go on a tour of all the amazing national parks, or even visit Disneyland on a budget. Each rental comes with worry-free guarantee protection for your trip, so you're covered every step of the way. Plus, you get 24-7 emergency roadside assistance on every booking. Don't have a truck to pull an RV? No problem. You'll find the best RV rental specials in your area with a wide range of inventory from affordable pop-ups to luxury motorhomes. You can even book a rental that is budget-friendly with prices ranging from just $50 per night. Go to hashtag coloradolife.com slash RVShare to rent your next RV and save up to 25% on travel costs. Did you know it's against the law to pick the Colorado State flower? The Colorado Blue Columbine has been protected since 1925, and you can't pick it on public land or without prior consent of a private landowner. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. Today, we're talking about the robust theater scene here in Colorado. And today's episode is extra special because I'm going to be unearthing this fascinating topic with a special guest, Alex Miller from OnStageColorado.com. He is a resident of Highlands Ranch, and his day job is running a blog for a high-tech company in the Denver area. He is the former editor of the Summit Daily News in Frisco, the Vale Daily, and a variety of other publications back in his newsroom days. OnStageColorado.com is a great resource for all of the wonderful theaters in Colorado. It helps get the word out to audiences all about the fantastic shows that are happening right now. Alex has been involved in theater for many years in a variety of capacities, including an actor, director, playwright, as well as being a member of the Colorado Theater Guild. He even served for several years as a roaming judge for the annual Henry Awards, so he sees a lot of theater. As a journalist, Alex has also written many theater reviews over the years and attends shows all across the state. So let's dive in. Thank you so much for joining me on Hashtag Colorado Life today, Alex. I'm really excited to dive in. Oh, yeah. It's great to talk to you as well, Carrie. Um, tell me a little bit about you and what is your theater background? Well, um, you know, I uh, was mostly a journalist for, for uh, the good chunk of my career. I still do that now. I'm a, I manage a blog for a high-tech corporation here in the Denver area. Um, and um, But, you know, um, when I was in high school, I started doing some plays. And then um, when I was... Um, I lived in Summit County. Actually, I went to high school there, and and I, when I was, uh, I'd moved back after after college and living in Manhattan for a while, and and I got involved with the backstage theater up in Breckenridge and started acting and, and got really involved in it and uh, directing and and uh, got involved with mm-hmm. the, um, you know, uh, helping run the theater and uh, as a, a you know artistic director uh, sharing with with someone else and um, uh, also you know dabbled in some playwriting and then I was involved with the Lake Dillon Theater and and then you know. Along the way, because I was, uh, you know, at the newspaper, I would I would come down to Denver and, and uh, did a lot of theater reviews along the way too. So that's fascinating. I mean, that that sounds like such a cool job. I don't even know. Does it feel like a job some days? <laughs> it sounds like it would be really fun too. You mean doing the the theater stuff? Uh huh. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's certainly not my job. I wish it was. Sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. You know, there. You know, I, I usually see anywhere from one to three plays a week. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, I'll you know I'll go to festivals and see you know multiple plays in a couple of days, and uh, and then you know go and write about them. So you know, it's there's definitely some work that goes along with it too. You know, and and uh, you know you don't always love every single play you see either. But uh, sure. you know, for the most part, it's fun. And I would say that um, you know one of the reasons i i started the um the onstage colorado website is uh, is because for, for one thing i have i have five kids and uh wow. my youngest is uh yeah 18 so like all of a sudden like a, a year or two ago i was like wow i have a lot more time on my hands i'm not spending all this time <laughs> parenting and I, I had been doing some theater reviews for the Vale daily which i used to work at and then i thought you know maybe i'll just start my own site uh, so that's kind of the genesis of, uh, and that was uh, last uh, sept- September of 2018 when I started the website. And a, a big part of it, you know, there are several other, um, you know, people that do like theater blogs. And the difference with uh, mine is that uh, um, I decided to do a calendar, which is like, you know, as someone who, you know, uh, ran a newspaper, I, I know what a hassle calendars are. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, I did not see anywhere that there was a a comprehensive calendar for live theater, uh, you know, for the state of Colorado, just not on the Denver Post, not on Westward, nowhere. You know, there's plenty of Denver calendars, but not for the whole state. So that Mm -hmm. that was a big part of, uh, you know, what made it, uh, uh, but... Yeah, no, that's really exciting. And we'll definitely link to onstagecolorado.com in our show notes, because you also have a podcast too, which is really cool. And that's kind of how we connected because we both have podcasts. But I will say that this particular topic has been one that has been requested by our readers. So I'm really excited that we're, you know, be able to add some more culture to our podcast, if you will. Oh, great. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the theater scene. What has it been like um, these days? And how is it kind of changed over the past years that you've been in it um well you know i started uh covering theater back in the 90s so i've been doing it for i guess about 25 or so years in colorado and um you know colorado has always been has been a vibrant theater community for quite some time um but i think it's it gets better and better you know there's more and more people and you know there's certain percentage of that people are actors and directors and and you know um there are more professional theaters in colorado than they used to be and and i can tell you that um there's uh, about 130 theater companies that we actively track in the state um now some of them do you know uh not a lot you know, some of them do uh, a ton and mm-hmm. uh you know so it varies but i mean that's quite a number and that that doesn't even count all the you know a lot of the student uh, you know the youth theaters and all that these are more like you know adult theater companies sure um, yeah, so I would say you know, and there are there are thirteen professional theater uh, companies in Colorado, and uh, you know it's really an amazingly great place to see theater, and it's a little bit of a you know sleeper aspect of Colorado that a lot of people don't don't know about. Yeah, I can personally say that I don't know a lot about it, and I haven't really been involved in the theater scene. But I mean, thirteen you know professional companies sounds like a really good amount, and I'm definitely excited to learn more about that, um, even just in this interview. So, oh yeah, oh uh, so so some of those you know the the two big ones are the Denver Center uh, Theater Company and the Arvada Center. 
those are the two big regional, uh, you know, equity theater companies. Um, and the Denver Center is kind of the, you know, the 800-pound gorilla. They, they've got, you know, half a dozen theaters. You know, they, they have also Denver Center Attractions, which is the touring Broadway productions that come through. So if you're going to see Hamilton or Phantom of the Opera or something like that, those are the touring, you know, the big professional touring productions that come through that, you know, you might spend, you know, $100, $150 on a ticket, but you're going to see, you know, a heck right. of a show. Yeah, no, that um, sounds fantastic. Yeah. And then the Denver Center also has its own, uh, you know, theater company there. And they have, uh, you know, they do, uh, like, they're just starting up a Shakespeare Twelfth Night uh, just opened, or it's just about to open. I'm going to see it uh, Friday night. Um, and uh, they've got, yeah. And it's, a, you know, it's it's really a beautiful place to go see a show. And there's so much going on da- downtown, you know, it's right on like uh, 13th and Curtis. And um, so that's a great place to start, you know, I mean, uh, if you want to see uh Big professional theater and the Arvada Center uh, also does a really nice job uh, out there. They do a lot of, they have a small, they have a big theater and a small theater and they do a really nice, uh, um, you know, bunch of work there. A couple of other ones to mention, um, you know, the Boulder Ensemble Theater Company, uh, also one of the professional theaters. They work out of the Dairy Center in Boulder. They do really nice work. Miner's Alley in Golden is one of my uh, favorite smaller theaters. It's, um, you know, uh, just a, a great company. And they also have a, a, it's a small theater, but they also have like a, kind of like a bar, almost like a saloon, like when you walk in and they've got beer, okay. on, good beer on tap. And like, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a really cool place to, to go. And yeah. um, the Aurora Fox and the Vintage Theater, which are very close to each other in Aurora, um, they're two different theaters, but they, they're both very active and, and uh, uh, do lots of great stuff. Um, Curious Theater in downtown Denver is, um, uh, another professional theater that's really known for like more challenging kind of intellectual work and uh, um, do some some really nice stuff. And then if you wanted to kind of the other direction, Equinox Theater, they work out of a fun little theater uh, theater space called The Bug. Um, down in Colorado Springs, there's the Fine Arts Center at Colorado College uh, that does uh, really nice uh, stuff. Um, there's also a little theater down there called the... Um, um, Springs Ensemble Theater, which does kind of like weirder stuff in a small space if you want to, you know, okay. uh, see something like that. Bob Blue up in Fort Collins and Open Stage, a couple of good theaters up there. Uh, Cherry Creek Theater, which works out of the Meisel Center in Denver. Um, Benchmark and Lakewood. And then and we have a, also another really interesting theater company called Family, and that's with PH, um, P-H-A-M-A-L-Y, and that is a theater that is... Um, uh, caters to people with disabilities. So uh, they just okay. did a, a show of, uh, they did a production of Chicago earlier this year that was just fantastic, you know, and uh, it's just, a, it's a wonderful opportunity for people with all kinds of, you know, disabilities to, some some that you can see, some you can't, and uh, they, they do some really cool stuff too. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so many great resources. I'm excited to check that out. Um, of yeah. all of the ones that you've mentioned, would you consider any of those like your favorites or like any sort of hidden gems or anything like that? Um, you know, some of the hidden gems, like uh, maybe some of the smaller uh, across the state, like um, the Lake Dillon Theater Company, which is in Silverthorne, they built like an $8 million theater uh, that the town helped them out a couple of years wow. ago. And so they have this amazing space, and um, and and they're a professional theater as well, and uh, run by two great guys. Um, and uh, just they're really busy in the summer, but they do stuff year round. Um, Thunder River Theater, you know, up in Carbondale, in you know, kind of the Aspen area, mm-hmm. really great. Um, the Backstage Theater in Breckenridge uh, has, I think, in their forty fifth season, they've been going strong up there for for decades. Um, 
And then, like, you know, um, in, you know, it's November now, but, I mean, there's a lot of active theater in the summer that's, you know, there are a couple of theater companies that only work in the summer, like Creed, way down south in Colorado and Creed, there's the Creed Repertory Theater, and that's a professional theater, and they bring in people from, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in Creed, but it is a dinky, tiny little town. No. But they have actors coming in from, like, New York and Chicago, and, and they've wow. been going there for, I think... 60 or 70 years they've been doing that program down there so you know it's a great it's a great trip like in the summer to go down to creed and you know know, Mm -hmm. go fishing or hiking or whatever and then go see some great theater at night aspen has theater in the park there's the colorado shakespeare festival in boulder which does outdoor shows Mm -hmm. Uh, all kinds of wonderful stuff so um you know those are you know some of those those hidden gems i think creed may be one of the one of the (laughs) best you know it's you would never find expect to find professional theater uh in such a small town but it's like destination theater tourism people go there specifically for that theater and they'll come every year and they come from all over the country so that's really cool yeah, that is really cool. I mean, you would never guess, right? That's it's so interesting. Um, well, one question I did have, too, is like, what would be the best times of year for like the theater scene? Like, when is it most active? Probably in the summer, right? Well, summer is very active, but right now it's super active. In fact, um, a lot of theaters will joke that this is the time of year when they're, it's almost like that Black Friday thing, you know, where they, they kind of okay. they start, they start making money because, um, you know, everybody's got some version of a Christmas carol or, or something sure. like that going on. And, and people really like to go to see the theater, whether it's, you know, or even ballet, like going to the Nutcracker or um, things like that. People like to get out and do that, that kind of stuff during the holiday season. So this time of year is really busy. Uh, in fact, if you look on our website, if I looked on like uh, this Friday or Saturday, you know, or Friday or Saturday in the next couple of weeks, you'll see like maybe 40 or 50 uh, events on one day wow. uh, around the state. Yeah, so Man, a lot how going do you on. Choose? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, obviously they're not all in the same place, so you know yeah. you can you can sort by you know where you live. But uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful to have that many options. So, but yeah, summer is also really really big, and you know. So theaters tend to go in, in waves, you know, there'll be like kind of shoulder seasons, like, you know, before, uh, you know, the summer winds down and then there might be a little gap before the, you know, the fall season heats up. But, you know, generally speaking, there's always something interesting going on in Colorado, mm-hmm. theater, theater wise. Awesome. Um, so I feel like the theater scene can be a little bit intimidating for some people. What is your best tip for someone who is a beginner and kind of wants to get into that? Where would be the best place to start? I would say start with something you might be already familiar with. You know, if you haven't been to theater before and you're not sure what it's all about, like, you know, maybe you've seen Mamma Mia, the film. There's a great production of that playing at the Boulder Dinner Theater right now, the BDT stage. Uh, or the SpongeBob musical is coming up at the the Denver Center, you know. Um, cool. Also, yeah, and, and, you know, also, chances are you've got a, a, a theater close to you, you know, whether you're in Denver or Golden or Fort Collins or wherever you are, uh, you know, check out your local theater. Uh, often the smaller theaters are also a little more uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, theaters also, um, and this is kind of the opposite is, you know, uh, jumping in with both feet. You know, you can even volunteer at theaters. They're all, most of them are nonprofits. That it's, you know, if you're looking for it, theater people are super cool. It's a wonderful community in, unto itself, you know. You can meet lifelong friends there, as I have. You know, you can get away from the TV and the Internet and it's into like a fantasy land, but that's populated with real people. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This uh, um, the other thing I'd say is that you know theater is a lot more casual these days. You know, you can bring in your own water bottle, you can buy a beer at the bar and bring it into the theater. You don't have to dress up. 
Just okay. silence your phone, put it in airplane mode, and, and shut the hell up. Don't don't talk during the yeah. show. That's always a good thing. <laughs> you know, theaters are just happy they're they're there. And also, you know, there's a, there's a lot of gray hair in the theater, so it's always great to you know to introduce the next generation. So bring your kids. Kids love live theater, uh, performing it and, and seeing mm-hmm. it. So. No, that's that's a, um, yeah. and then another great tip would be to check out on stagecolorado.com's calendar, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, are for sure. For that. Yeah. There's definitely uh, you know, we've pretty much got everything in there. One other thing I'd say is that, you know, look, like I said the small theaters can cost a little less cuz you know, it's it's no joke. I mean, it's, it, it, you're going to pay more than you will, you know, would to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you know, an average theater ticket might be 35 bucks, you know. Uh, and more if you go to like the bigger theaters but you know even the denver center does like a lottery type things for some of their bigger shows where you can like enter into a drawing you know you have a chance to win okay. like you know t- you know a 10 dollar ticket or something like that and they they have quite a bit of those because you know they want to get people in so right no that's that's great um but let's talk about somebody who maybe is more you know interested in theater they go more regularly what would be your top tips for them kind of make the most of the amazing culture that we have here well, I would say, you know, learn what kind of theater makes you happy and research shows before you go. You know, be open to surprise, you know, but be honest with yourself. If you don't really like Shakespeare, don't suffer through King Lear as some kind of yeah. you know, challenge, you know. Uh, my wife is really good about this. You know, she I drag her to a lot of theater and, you know, she, she but she values her time. And she's very careful about what she goes to see. So, you know, she's pretty good about like, eh, I don't think I would like that. So she doesn't go. And and, and uh, there's there's really something for everybody, you know, if, if, you, if you really like something that's, you know, that's deeply intellectual or you know you want to go see death of a salesman or something like that that's out there if you want to go see spongebob the musical mm-hmm. you know that's there too so you know go to what you know you think would be good the other, the other thing i would say is facebook is actually a really good place to see what people are saying about a show uh, along with um, you know like you know my website we have we have reviews um but you know if you if you just look on you know if you're, you're interested to see like you know you're in Golden, you wonder what people are saying about Miner's Alley, you go on their Facebook page, and you'll see, like, mm-hmm. you know, people are talking about the show that's there. Um, so you can also read, you know, reviews, you know, on my site, or, or you know, Julie Whitman and Westward at the Denver Post, Lisa Kennedy, there's several other uh, theater bloggers. So there are people reviewing shows, not quite as much, you know, many as, the, as there used to be. Uh, but there, yeah. you, know, you can usually find something uh, about the shows to check out. Uh, so, you know, so that you, you go to something, you have some expectation of what you're going to see. Right, right. No, that's that's great advice. Um, what would be some resources that you could share that so people can you know stay up to date and like you said, read more res or sorry, read more reviews and things like that. Um, aside from Facebook, or is it like Facebook groups specifically? You talked about going to the business page, maybe. Um, no, I mean if you just look for you know if you just look for the theater, they they all have you know just a kind of a regular Facebook page. Um, okay. So um, you know. On Stage Colorado, sure. Um, there's Colorado Theater Guild, which is coloradotheaterguild.com, and that's theater with an R-E. Um, that is the kind of the state's, uh, you know, theater organization that all the most of the theaters belong to, and they've got uh, they've got a, a calendar and links to a whole bunch of stuff. Like I said, the Facebook pages. Um, one mm-hmm. other thing. Um, John Moore, who uh, he works at the Denver Center, he is a, he is like probably the coolest job in the world. If you're a theater journalist, is uh, he used to be the theater critic for the Denver Post, and uh, but now he works for the Denver Center. He's kind of like um, he runs like the. The, it's it's the denvercenter.org slash news dash center and so he writes about theater okay. not just the denver center he covers um a lot of different theater uh and he he uh you know he's got a full-time uh, gig you know working on uh, 
feature stories and he just does a great job you know explaining what's going on in the theater community so really good uh, resource there um, and uh, on the, the denver center website um, and then you know there are still some local newspapers that have uh, reviews in them and and uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of the some of the bloggers that you can find online so you know there's definitely uh, you know it's book around online you can you can find information about what's going on Okay, awesome. Well, this has been really, really great. Is there any uh, other pieces of advice or anything that you want to share before we wrap up? Well, I, I would one more plug for for my deal is um, I do a, a in addition to the website and the, the podcast, uh, we also put out a weekly email that uh, if you you can subscribe to it on our website and uh, it, it's got a list of all the shows that are starting uh, and and also links to the latest reviews that we've got. So if you're looking to see like you know what's starting up uh, in Colorado in the next week or two uh, that's a pr- that's a pretty good resource um and um yeah and okay. that's uh, you know no, that's that sounds on there. great yeah. yeah, we will definitely link to um, your website over on the show notes for this podcast episode. Um, but so just reiterate again where people can connect with you and find you online best. It's just onstagecolorado.com. And uh, you'll you awesome. can find contact information on there and, and everything else. So Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this, Alex. It's been really great to interview you and to get your perspective on the Colorado theater scene. Um, it sounds like it's pretty robust and it is just like this whole new you know, thing that I need to check out myself personally more. So I definitely am excited about that. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks a lot, Carrie. Appreciate it. All right. At the end of every show, we like to end with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. If you're looking for even more culture in your life, besides the theater, check out the Mile High Culture Pass. This three-day culture pass gives you admission to some of the city's most popular cultural attractions for around $32. This pass includes admission to the Denver Botanic Gardens, the Denver Art Museum, and the Denver Museum of Nature and Science across a three-day period. In addition, you'll receive exclusive discounts at other Denver attractions, including bike shares across the city. This is a great way to discover multiple activities across Denver if you're here for just a few days of exploring. All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. To learn more about this episode and all of the resources we talked about, visit our website at hashtag coloradolife.com. That's the word hashtag spelled out. And thank you again so much to Alex Miller for this awesome interview. Be sure to check out onstagecolorado.com for more information. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state.